Hello and welcome to another episode of Hot Takes, the Story Screen podcast where we see new movies and go directly to the microphone. And just like old times, we went directly to the microphone. My name's Robbie Anderson. I'm hosting the podcast today and I'm joined by... My name's Mike Burge. From the Book of Saw. Mike. Mike Burge from the Book of Saw. How you doing? I'm doing good, Robbie. How are you? Good. This is our first in-person podcast um, in... About over a year since, uh, as since, you pointed uh, out before, since Invisible Man, directed by uh, Leigh Whannell, who is the executive producer and creator of uh, Spiral from the Book of Saw, mm-hmm. uh, which is the movie we're talking about today. But uh, you know, just to get out of the way, how, how are you? How do you? How do you feel about doing in-person podcasts again? I really like it, and I was saving it for on mic that I actually did an in-person podcast recording yesterday morning for Overdrinkers with, oh, uh, with, with Tim. That's coming out the following week. You broke the seal, bro. But this is the first one. That we this is us. Do. This is us. This is special. This is the first hot take since since uh, quarantine happened. Yeah. It's the first proper hot take with the, with the rules yes. intact that make hot takes what it is. Yes, and yeah. We saw the movie at the theater. We we left the theater. We had you know pretty much only fifteen minutes in between seeing Spiral from the Book of Saw and coming here. But, uh, but yeah, this is exciting stuff. I'm really happy to be back at back at the table. Love it. Without having to worry about we're like in, uh, we're in glorious theater three of Story Screen Beacon Theater. <laughs> feels good. It feels After good. After hours, man. late, late. Yeah, this is a late one. But uh, Mike, what is your hot take on Spiral? The semicolon? Is that what that is? Spiral colon. Spiral colon from the Book of Saw. Yeah. From the twisted mind of Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Uh, <laughs> it is... Uh, <laughs> um, oof, I'm new to this. Uh, how do I... I've, I'm so used to like formulating my opinions. Um, mm-hmm. And I can see that my Lionsgate uh, check has not cleared yet, so... I'm going to go ahead and uh, bury this fucking movie. (laughs) Uh, Spiral from the Book of Saw. I was excited to go see this movie. I love the trailer. It's got this like sound effect in it. It's like music where it goes like bounce, 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 bounce. I love it. I try to sneak into the theater every time the trailer is playing so I can hear the bounce, 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 bounce. Uh, I think that Spiral colon from the Book of Saw is a very funny uh, name for a movie. Um... (laughs) Fun fact, real quick, a little behind the scenes. Uh, as a booker and exhibitor, I am um, I get some uh, communiques from studios and booking agents about how to best present a film. Uh, this is similar to uh, one of our last uh, hot takes, too, from last year, uh, Birds of Prey, which was called Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Yes. Um, uh, that cannot go on a marquee. Uh, so there's just going to be called Birds of Prey, but then nobody knew that it was a Harley Quinn movie. And even if we put the whole thing up there, they wouldn't read all the way. No. So they crashed their right, car on Main Street. Right before <laughs> Birds of Prey was about to release, like a few days before it, the studios told us to rename it Harley Quinn colon Birds of Prey. But all of us had already put all our tickets up. Right. So we couldn't do it. Similarly with this one, um, they were they were saying it's called Spiral from the Book of Saw. It could not be called Spiral because there was a movie called Spiral that came out last year. Oh. It's a horror movie. Pretty cool. Oh. I liked it. Um, it's kind of in the vein of uh, something along the lines of Get Out. Not as good, but still pretty good. How about that? I liked it. It's fine. It's nothing special. Um, so it had to be called Spiral from the Book of Saw. 
And then they said, all right, no, you need to call it Spiral colon all caps Saw. That way people know it's a Saw movie. Oh, that's terrible. Yep. That's terrible. Then they went back on it and said, actually, call it Saw colon Spiral. And we were like, okay. That is better, and but then not good. almost immediately, they were like, never mind, Spiral colon Saw. That's how you do it. And we're like, but what's the name of the movie? And they're like, Spiral <laughs> colon from the Book of Saw. So, you know, even from the naming convention of this movie... It's uh, twisted. It's twisted. It's, it's twisted all twisted picture. up. I mean, it has uh, a bit of an identity crisis. I mean, what, so your hot take for... And so my hot take yeah. is, uh, this movie's not very good. It's not very good. Um, but that is what is to be expected with the Saw movies. Would it have been nice to get something that was uh, well-made and had a kind of edge to it that was refreshing and new? Yeah, that would have been cool. It was unlikely. Yeah. It was unlikely that that was going to happen with this. Yeah. You know, I think I had high hopes because, uh, you know, another franchise that was dormant and then came back was the Halloween movies. And then we got uh, the Halloween reboot in 2018. But yeah, but like Saw was not dormant. Saw, yeah. Saw kept a, going. A movie came out four years ago. Yeah. Saw has not been dormant. And it literally it's has true. the same plot as this movie, which this movie tries to like casually cast aside with just a line of dialogue by saying like another Jigsaw copycat. Um, yeah, my hot take on this movie is, uh, I agree with you. It is not very good. Uh, luckily, you know, so I didn't have much, I still don't really have much, um, knowledge of all the Saw movies, uh, mm-hmm. but Burge was very much like, hey, you know, we should do this hot take on Spiral, and I think you should, you should watch the first Saw movie, which I'd seen chunks of in, uh, one of my film classes in college. I remember we watched a scene from it to analyze, yeah. But, like, I remember, you know, I never really fucked with the movie mm. because, uh, you know, it, it gets the torture porn mm. uh, phrase thrown around it, which kind of turned me off to it. I remember, you know, people being, like, so grossed out and horrified by it. Um, but I watched it this morning as I was eating my eggs. Right. And uh, that movie slaps. Yeah. It is very good. It's very charming. It's very, like, genuine kind of what it's trying to do. It's very low budget. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, sincere. It's sincere, 100%. It's, it's, it's bad acting feels, like, pointed and on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I kind of mentioned to you is that, like, you know, the movie, and, like, at the time, was it, like, super gory and scary? Like, ch- sure, right? I mean, you know, yeah, by it, today's standards, it's a little different. Yeah, I, and it's, like, Saw has, like, built this legacy uh, yeah. where it has become like this kind of thing that really sparked the torture porn kind of horror movement that kept going for a while. Um, but the first Saw is like because of its budget and because of just like the people involved with creating it, um, Lee Winnell and James Wan, who yeah. would go on to direct the fucktastic Aquaman. The fucktastic Aquaman. Yeah. Um, and the fuckable upgrade and Invisible Man. Well, Lee Winnell directed those. Well, James, James Wan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, this they, crew. Talent. This went, they went on. Yes. And Lee Winnell was involved in writing uh, the next two uh, with James. Uh, wrote the second one with James Wan. Then he wrote yeah. the third one with um, the director of this film, who I don't really care to look it up real quick. His name is David, I believe. Uh, <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just call him David. I think it's like David something Bozeman. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, he directs stuff and uh, it looks fine. Um but it's it's interesting that the first Saw movie, because of the creative minds behind it and the limited budget that they could do, 
you know, they do things, they have to be subjective with a lot of yeah. the torture aspects of it. And really, like, the thing that everybody thinks about with that first Saw movie is, like, uh, Carrie Ewes, you know, uh, as you wish, yes. cutting his uh, leg as off at wish. the end. And really, you only see him, like, lower the saw onto his leg and so give maybe, yeah. maybe, like, three little turns. You get a little bit of blood. That's nothing that a PG-13 movie wouldn't, you know, sniff yeah. at. And then the rest is like his reaction, his noises, the noises of Lee Winnell, who plays the other dude, yeah. just just like, oh my god, no, who Don't is do not, it. not an actor. Yeah, clearly. Uh, <laughs> I think I think the rumor is is that they, in order to be able to afford uh, Carrie's and um, uh, Danny Glover, they had to make some budget cuts. And instead of just paying somebody to be the other second lead, he was like, I'll just fucking do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, he sells it, right? I, I was talking with um, uh, Chef Adam here Chef at Wonder Adam. Bar Beacon about uh, about that, how he's like – it's like his his bad acting kind of really helps his kind of scummy character because like he's always lying. He's full of shit. Well, that's the thing. He's an unreliable character, yeah. which you learn later in the movie. And, you know, for me, it's – it really works because at first it comes across as like bad acting and then you realize he's unreliable. So it's just like – what the fuck oh yeah, he's been guy? acting and he's not an actor, like yeah. that kind of thing. Kind of, it it kind of cool. metafolds in on itself. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, the the first Saw movie, like, really, I think, holds up and it, and it is very sincere. And it's very charming. Uh, I'm glad I watched it before this because I I think I'd just be very bored, mm-hmm. even more so. So having having doing the thought exercise of comparing the two was was interesting. And the thing I think the first Saw movie does really well to this day is its ability to build tension and it's it's a master class in tension building um and even subtle things like when it has the the vignettes of characters going through this torturing process it's an amazing structure amazing but then you know you have one character who escapes right and in this movie not to jump into spoilers too early we saved that for the last half of the podcast but this movie has no tension like It has it features the uh, torture scenes that we are so familiar with, but uh, they fall flat for reasons we can get into later. Um, and there's just there's just no tension in this movie. The, the only moment when there is tension is by the climax, and uh, you know, thank God, <laughs> it at least had a little bit there. A little bit, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, the film, the franchise of Saw is, uh, you know, I think I've mentioned it way back when on like another horror podcast that we did we've done so many at this point so many. So we're many. like the horror boys we are the horror boys mm. we're the horror boys of story screen Ooh. you and i <laughs> uh it, and it, it the, the franchise is uh is is a franchise uh the perfect example of a franchise with diminishing returns yeah. the movies get worse as they go on um they don't make gigantic leaps and bounds it slowly <clears throat> kind of degrades and loses yeah. you know there's saw 2 is really cool in its own way separate from Saw 1 and Saw 3 is really cool in its own way separate from 2 but like 2 is worse than 1 3 is worse than 2 and they really become derivative and then they derivative is the perfect word and I when Saw 6 was coming out which was pegged as like the final Saw movie before Saw 3D the final chapter and the attempted reboot just a few years later called Jigsaw and then the attempted reboot just a few years later called Spiral Colon from the Book of Saw right um, I went to a movie theater and watched every Saw movie in order leading up to the premiere of Saw 6. Oh, it started wow. at 10 a.m. in the morning. You sick fuck. And you watch it and it was <laughs> me, my buddy, 
and about maybe, God, it, it was less than 10 other people in this gigantic yeah. theater. And we had the theater all to ourselves. And you would you would watch each movie. You get a 15-minute break in between uh, each movie. Slam a beer, smoke a cigarette. And then every <laughs> every two movies, you would get an hour break to go grab something to eat. Okay. Um, but the only place that you could get to with enough time to order, eat, and then get back in time was the McDonald's that was just right there in the parking lot. Right. And so all of us complete strangers would go to this <laughs> would go to this McDonald's and be like, "So saw, huh? You like it?" And every other person there besides me and my friend was a fucking weirdo. And like well, we yeah. just we were like, "This will be funny. Let's go do that." And From everyone else there was like, "You're these all movies, you're all weirdos. These movies are great." And I'm just like, "Oh, okay, yeah." And I was like, "It's just fucking crazy what you can do to people, right?" And I'm like, "Okay, fucking shit." Like, I mean, that's kind of the thing, right? When you meet someone who like really likes the, the Saw movies, like I really like Saw, like like Saws themselves. <laughs> I love you know you like I love I go to movie, Home Depot yeah. and I just like to just look browse. at the saws. They're so sharp. Glide your finger across just, the teeth, just gently, and then someone goes over like, "Did you want to? Did you want to pick one of those up?" And I say, "No, no, no." And then you're just like, "Bounce, bounce, 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 bounce." bounce, bounce. <laughs> I need everyone on this case. <laughs> I'm loving the trailer for this movie. I, I I remain to say is cool. I think a lot of the the promotional. Work I agree for, this for movie very different reasons. Cool. Yeah. Well, yes, <laughs> but I did. I I was jazz jazz enough to like. It's like all right, I'll get over my fears and. I like the Saw movies, so like I've seen every Saw movie. When yeah. a new Saw movie comes out, I'm gonna go see it. Here you are. You know, I like. I I hope that they continue to you know uh, place uh, songs in the end credits that contain the word "pussy." Hope that's yeah. not a spoiler. Um, it is a spoiler. But that is. But a, I think people will be okay with. That's that. a special addition to the Saw universe. <laughs> and I hope they continue it. Yeah, when you're uh, stick stick around for the credits, so you can just hear this phrase: "Quote pussy." Pussy. End quote. From the book of Saw. <laughs> From the book of Saw. <laughs> yeah, man. It's a weird, it's a weird flick. I um Yeah, I didn't like it. I really enjoyed the experience of watching it. You and you and I private screening. I mean, that's just gonna keep happening for like the next couple months. Like very good time. Watching Mortal Kombat with you the other day and that then was watching such this a good now. Time. I'm just like, I can watch fucking anything I'll watch in here. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. Good, great time. So yeah, we both had a good time being able to yell at the screen. Um, yeah, we had our own little screening. Yeah, it was great after the theater closed. Yeah, it was a good time. And you know, I think, you know, do I would I recommend this movie to people? It's like there's some level of a being a schlocky, kind of bad scream at the screen kind of movie, where you know it's, I think some people are here for that, right? Like. Yeah. I think, the, I think this that. is like the perfect type of movie to go back to the theaters for a very specific group of people who like going to see horror movies for, yeah. you know, not the nuance and the metaphor, but going to see to see some like some douchebags get fucked up. Like as soon as you that's, see yeah, like a character this in this movie, just be like, I'm an asshole. You're like, mm, that guy's going to get it. And yeah. then you get to see him get it. And you're like, he got it. He got it. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I'm not going to sit here and tell you like. I'm not going to fucking film school thesis break down why yeah. this movie is not good. Spiral not from the Book of Saw. Sp- so, excuse me. Spiral colon from the Book of Saw is Thank not you. the death of cinema. No, it is not. Cinema the will remain. <laughs> it was here to stay. Yeah, you know, it's just like you kind of know what you're getting. I, I, I was coming in kind of, uh, or before I saw the the embargo go up and the pre reviews start to release. Mm. Uh, so a few days ago, I, I had high hopes because. I was like, all right, well, let's see where it goes. Maybe it can go in a more nuanced direction because it kind of is like 
changed hands. Came, the narrative, at least, before learning more, that it, it's coming back. But it is what it is. Um, there's a lot to play with here, even apparent just from, like, the, the, the trailer where you're like, yo, is this fucking movie about killing cops? Yeah. Intense. And it's from, like... The twisted mind of Chris, Chris Rock. Rock. <laughs> you know, it's like there's a lot to play with there. And, you know, without getting too specific, obviously, yeah. uh, I don't think that the movie really capitalizes on what it could really do with that. That's not a bad thing because Saw movies very rarely capitalize on any real metaphors. I mean, that's not what they're really about. I mean, the first Saw has the best metaphor because it's so simple and it's just like you – are not, you know, the, the antagonist of the movie is a character who's dying, and he is passing judgment on these people who are throwing their lives away, who have all the time in the world to not do that. I think that's a really cool metaphor. To varying degrees, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the, the yeah. first Saw movie is not a perfect movie. Like it, it, no, it doesn't, no. Some of the stuff is like, well, I guess that doesn't really track, but then the Saw movies continuously kind of retcon like why he's doing certain things, sure. and he gets all of his disciples, or as they're called in the previous movies, lieutenants, mm-hmm. and like he gets to like some of the lieutenants are being a little bit more, you know, twisted than him, and they're doing like games that can't be beaten. Yeah. Um, it. I'll say this: like, there the traps in the first one are like some of the most, to use your phrase, charming. Yeah. You know, climb through this cage of razor wire. You slit your wrists to gain attention. Yeah. And now, if you want to live, you need to cut yourself. And mm-hmm. you know, you've pretended to be sick, and now you're actually sick. There's an antidote in this safe. Yeah. The combination on the wall. I've greased you up with shit. There's broken glass. It's like very simple stuff. You know, the bear, tra- the reverse bear trap thing is great, even though yeah. the reverse bear trap thing kind of doesn't make any sense because, like, she doesn't actually have to hurt herself. She has to kill somebody. And that doesn't really have a metaphor to do with, like, the fact that she's addicted to drugs. No, they just kind of mention it by the end. Yeah, yeah. they're just kind of like, and, 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 like, Amanda goes on to become one of, like, the main uh, disciples. Oh, of, really? Oh, yeah. Like, she's one of the main characters. Yeah. That's cool. She's the one. She comes back in the second one. Like, she's back in the Hell House or whatever uh, the hell okay. it's called. That's the one with Donnie Wahlberg, and it's uh, pretty fucking cool. It sounds pretty It's essentially cool. like, oh, the Saw movie's really cool. We should turn that into like a haunted house that people can go through. And someone was like, that's the movie. And then they just made it, and they made it so fucking quick. They made Saw yeah. 2 so – I mean, remember, they were well, turning they these yeah. movies out like once a year every year. Well, if you can do it on a micro budget – you exactly. Do it super That's quick, the, right? That like, is the ultimate charm of these movies that yeah. will always lead me to defend them even though they are trash is that these guys committed to a schedule. They hit October every year. Yeah. You got to see a Saw movie every Halloween and that's think, cool. Why do you think all these people end up having lucrative career, careers? Because they can work in a studio system fast and efficiently. Yeah. Like if they can do it on a micro budget, that is like – that's why they're given a budget to do other movies or why they're – you know, why so many – so you have like, you know, James Gunn started off doing like trauma stuff and now he's like, you know, doing all these crazy mega franchises because yeah. like he cut his teeth on having to do super low budget shit and yeah. he got really creative with it, you know? Yeah. It, and it's like it, the, the the traps, like the traps, the games yeah. in Saw are like the most interesting things of like parts of the movies. And then just how the characters kind of weave and how the narrative is structured. Yeah. And then you always got your big banger at the end, you know, and Spiral falls in line with that. It's got its... Five or six traps, and 
Yeah, the ingredients are It's there. got its narrative of how you go trap to trap to trap and different person to different person. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of hoping that this one was going to kind of take it back a little bit because the traps have just been getting so fucking extravagant where you're just like, yeah. what do you, how do you build that? Like, that's fucking crazy. It's hard to suspend your and, disbelief. And you, yeah. that's what you're there for. You got to suspend your disbelief. Yeah. This is It's all about what's the wackiest crazy thing we come up with. And I was kind of hoping that this movie brought it down a bit. And the first one... Not to be too specific here in the first part, but yeah. the first trap is very simple. And it's re- like, I could fucking build this thing. Yeah. And it's really cool to be like, something that simple can cause that much internal conflict and torture in someone. And then you just start getting crazy shit throughout the rest of the movie. And I was like, I should get bigger. Yeah, it just takes you out of it a little bit. And like, you know, again, we'll, we'll say over spoilers on why, you know, I think the traps like maybe on a visual level are in line with what we've seen before, but like on a thematic level, like there's something very flawed about all of them. We'll talk about it. Uh, Mike, do you have any other spoiler free thoughts on uh, spiral from the book of spiral colon from Mm. the book of saw? Yes, uh, I do. Tell me. Uh, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, it's not a good movie, but it's not a bad one. If that makes sense. I think I say that a lot. It's, uh, (laughs) that's my first quote. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, it's not, it's not, it's not boring. I'll give you that. I wasn't really bored throughout the movie. It's more just kind of, um, it's not, it's not disinteresting. It's uninteresting. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not boring me to the point where I want it to just be over. I mean, again, it's a clean 127. Oh, yeah. You are in and you are out. If you're going to make this movie this movie, at least get me in it. When you see that the third act has obviously hit and that you only have 15 minutes left in the movie, it's going to spin your fucking head. It's not like like, It Chapter 2 where you're just like, get me. It Chapter 2 is the real (laughs) Saw trap. But it's like, get me the fuck out of here. (laughs) Did you want to see the kids old and young at the same time? Like, no. Uh, I would recommend it to people who dig these types of movies and – those types of movies just being generally just like, you know, shock factor, uh, gory horror movies. It's, um, it's got some fun stuff in it. It's got some really cool practical effects now that I actually think about it. Um, but that's cool because like, you know, they're getting, it's getting money. Yeah. And, uh, I I wouldn't necessarily recommend it to just anybody, but like, if you're looking, if you're a horror fan, whose niche falls somewhere in line with these types of horror movies and you dig watching these types of horror movies in some way and you're looking to go see something at a movie theater, dude, this is it. I mean, this doesn't seem too out of line from the other Saw movies, right? No, not at all. Yeah, it's like in line with the quality of any of those. Yeah. Yeah, so... It's, and I would that. say, honestly, like, it, it's it's probably better than the last two, at least, Saw movies. So the Diminishing Returns thing has Starting kind of like... Changed yeah. paths. Uh, do I do not? Who knows how well this movie is going to do? This is the first movie that is being like. This is the first big blockbuster esque movie that is being released that is not simultaneously yeah. being dropped on a streamer. That's true. And A Quiet Place Part Two is right behind it though, so it's only got two weeks to kind of get that horror crowd. Yeah, Quiet Place Part Two is gonna sweep. Oh, yeah. fucking destroy things. Yeah, I think so. And then my that choice, looks ca- <laughs> my choice came down to like Cruella to play here on the big screen, Cruella or A Quiet Place Part Two, and Quiet I was Place just Part like, Two. Lady Joker, I think not. Yeah. Uh, I think we'll just Joker chill. but Lady, Maybe Joker, not. Joker but Lady, and like for kids. <laughs> 
Is it? Is it's a PG movie? PG thirteen. I think it's a PG movie. It's it's being marketed as like a family friendly. It's Disney. Like right. that's what it is. And I'm just like, kids don't want to see that. Does Does Corella come to uh, streaming services like in a 45 day window after or directly at the same time? Cruella also does drop on uh, Disney Plus for the like the thirty dollar. Pre- what they do with like Mulan? Thing. What they did yeah. with Mulan that did not work. I guess they're just trying it again. I mean, I, I guess because maybe Corolla has like a little bit more pull. It has guess, it has more yeah. pull than Mulan. I would. I don't know. People love Mulan. It's weird. I mean, you want to see Cruella blow Robert De Niro's head off <laughs> on the big screen <laughs> in that climactic moment. Yeah, I Wouldn't do want to see that. Would be fucking great if that's the end of Cruella? Like, all of a sudden, I it just, just like, ends up, she walks on set and she's like, oh, what am I doing here? And it's Robert De Niro's character. Well, from I mean, she has to learn a lesson. Because you can't have this character, because uh-huh. the Joker yeah. learns nothing by the end of the movie, right? Because well, that's he's... not true. What does he learn? He that, learns how to how to use his blood for paint oh, instead of... well, that's a more practical lesson. I'm talking sure. about a thematic you lesson. Don't, you don't need to be unfair to the movie. Well, I know some people it like it. It does things. And I just might not have gotten it. Because mm-hmm. I don't really get stuff. Because mm-hmm. I'm a fucking moron. Right. But Corella has to learn a lesson. And then if she learns the lesson at the end of the movie, like maybe killing dogs, bad. How do you make Corella too? Amnesia? Maybe she <laughs> amnesia. <laughs> uh, Cruella could follow someone, and then it's revealed at the end that actually, like, it was like her twin sister, and she gets killed, and uh, so her twin sister like takes on the name Cruella, but she's actually evil. I don't know. That's one way to do it. We're gonna see how puppies fuck her up. Yeah, she, they I don't think she up. actually like. I mean, she does hate puppies, but right. she, well, she wants. She, does she hate them? Or she, she just wants fur. to turn them into the fur. She wants the fur. That's all it is. So I guess you can get the fur without killing the dogs. But then, what's the tension? That's true. What's the tension of the movie? Wait, you... you can get the fur without killing the dogs. You shave the dogs. That's not how fur works. No, you have to. Oh, you, you need the skin, the skin part. Yeah, uh, you have the skin. Part. <laughs> yeah, that's what? right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, have they tried doing it the other way? <laughs> Uh, Burge, uh, have they tried? Maybe that's what's going on. Maybe we just cracked the script. Like that's that's what they were talking about. So we're smoking a cigarette over a over a MacBook Pro. Like the, oh my god! Yeah, the, the Disney executive producer roundtable that's shaped like Mickey Mouse's head. <laughs> we have to go back to real. Why do I always have to sit at the left ear? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Chris Rock. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I'm gonna go make a Saw movie. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah go ahead, Chris. Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well. We're going to take a break. You're going to hear some stuff, and we'll be back with spoilers for Spiral, colon, from the Book of Saw. We'll be right back. Hey there, listeners. Mike Burge popping in again real quick here. I know you've been listening to me talking about Saw for a little bit here, but I want to come in to talk to you about a little bit of a different type of object that is also the title of a really cool thing. I'm talking about Tracks espresso coffee shop located in beacon new york these guys absolutely dare i say it slap they are big up and coming they're a branch off from a staple coffee shop that is also in the area and they are located at one east main street in lovely beacon new york if you want the zip code it's 12508 these guys are absolutely fantastic you can learn more about them at tracksespresso.com that's tracks and the word espresso You should know how to spell that if you're listening to a podcast 
Com. Check them out. They have got loads of awesome roasts. New roasts are coming out all the time. Isn't that correct, Robbie? Yes. They got a brand new roasting facility where they are churning out some fantastic stuff. You can order it online and pick it up there. Do they offer like delivery? They I, do. They do? They do. What is going on here? Yeah. So, you, yeah. And you can find them at uh, some of your local grocery stores, including Damn. Key Food and Beacon and Adams Ferrica Farms. Adams Ferrica Farms? Adams Ferrica Farms. There's like three of those around yeah, here. Yeah, and they serve Trex Coffee. Fuck, yeah. No, I like that. Oh, yeah. we swore in their advertisement. Oh, well, they didn't pay us, so we're well, just doing whatever. this for fun anyway. So Trax Espresso Coffee Shop, absolutely check them out. Again, the website is TraxEspresso.com. They are absolutely fantastic, and they are local. Support these guys. It's good coffee that you put in your tummy. Yeah. And you get to support local. And you get to be awake. It's fantastic. Great. And we're back with spoilies for Spiral, colon, from the Book of Saw. Um, so, like, one of my main criticisms of the movie, you know, I said I wouldn't go, like, fucking art school thesis on this film, and I still don't really plan to. But uh, one of my criticisms of all of the... Uh, staple saw torture deaths and and the reason why it kind of rubbed me the wrong way there's no tension because these characters win the game almost every time they they do the thing they're supposed to to get out of the trap and then they just die anyway and even though in like the first saw movie things like that can happen and even kind of in in its final moments that is what happens in the movie Without having characters being able to escape and showing us those rules, there's no tension to be had in any of these scenes. Um, so that's kind of my main. That's like that's like one of my like actual critiques of the movie that I kind of just like. Ah, that's kind of a bummer because you could have like because a lot of these things in premise are cool. If you just have one character actually get out, then it can show you that like then you have tensions like are they going to get out? Because now we're like, they're not going Or even get close. Like, sure. But like another thing with this is that all of the things that these people have to do to get out would fucking kill them anyway. Yeah. Like, this (laughs) is the thing is like, like cutting yourself up on some razor blades and getting up a staircase and getting outside and be like, help me, help me, help me. That you can... You can survive that if you yeah. can get through it correctly and, you know, stepping on broken glass and stuff. You can do this correctly. Right. In these, like, one of the things is just, like, break your spinal cord. Yeah, and it's going to stop hot, hot wax on wax? you, which where the fuck is that hot wax coming from? Doesn't make It's coming from sense. a faucet and it's pressurized. Yeah. So, like, did they just, like, put a tank up there? Did I not see the tank? Is it a tank full of... Wax, just that's hot getting wax. Melted. How is it getting kept hot? Yeah. What is that hooked up to? And that's the thing, like, you know, it's hard to... And I'm not trying, again, no. I'm not, look. Again, when the If movie... they were really cool, I wouldn't give a shit. Well, but they're kind of fucking silly, so I'm just like... I think, I think that's the thing, is like, when these traps can escalate, you can continue to really suspend your disbelief. But it starts off <laughs> a little bit at lunacy. You know, like starts up. Yeah, I this mean, fucking movie ends with Samuel L. Jackson <laughs> in this weird, like marionette fucking he's like, a pig. Get it? Thing. And it fucking and it, this movie. Like, we're I'm gonna. I want to jump right to this because it's the thing that I was really yeah, biting yeah. my I tongue. Got, I got mine out. I got on mine out. This fucking ending. 
The ending of this movie is based around a black man being forced to raise a gun at police and they blow his fucking ass away. Listen to me. That is verbatim. No, absolutely not. Chill the fuck out. Yeah. Is there something deeper going on there that maybe I am just not connecting with? Possible. Probable. Maybe even likely. Maybe from like a draft of this. I did was it there? not get that though. Yeah. Okay. So, yes. All right. Should, and again, like the, it, it makes me feel bad. I was like, should I be taking into account the color of this actor portraying this character's skin like well these people could all be uh, you could swap the the ethnicities around in this movie and it's not really going to change anything because they really don't bring that into play except for chris rock when he's just like obviously doing like i don't know throwaway bits from his stand-up where he's talking about forrest gump like getting aids and yeah talking about how much he wants to divorce his wife yeah that was all weird yeah none of the characters in this movie are fucking likable uh like not even at all yeah i I agree with that point. I definitely see what you're saying. And, you know, the movie is inviting this criticism, um, not just because of the characters, like, the color of their skins, despite, like, you know, that's going to add weight to the situation um, and and make us, as a modern audience, like, look at it through this lens. But, you know, at its most core premise, characters, you know, removed or just as, like, window dressing – it is about a serial killer who's trying to get justice on cops who have done injustices, you know? So, like, it's inviting some of this criticism already. And the movie, like, doesn't really know, I think, how it feels about the police. And am I trying to, like, hold that movie accountable for those things? Like, not necessarily. But I do think that any movie that's going to include these thematics into it I would like to, it to be tr- trying to say something. Like, I don't know, especially in the world Even of if horror. it's not connected to the police. Like, sure. say something then. Like, yeah. a, a thing that I always think about uh, that I just got reminded of that is something I always talk about with Thunder Road. Yeah. It's like Thunder Road is focused around a cop. And yeah. the police nature of it never really comes into play in the in the overall theme of, yeah. like, fatherhood. And responsibility, he, that's just his job. And, you can and break it, it makes it funnier because you're yeah. just like, wait, cops aren't, don't act like that. But even in Thunder Road, like, you know, you can break it down by u- by using the lens of, like, the police force and analyzing Jim Cummings' like, character. And you can be like, well, you know, he's a cop. He's working overnights. He's stressed. Yes. He has to see really there's shitty a, stuff all the time. There's a connective tissue there. Yeah. Even so, if like, the overall theme doesn't specifically connect to the fact that he is a cop. It's there. It's there, and it and it it supplies the theme yeah. with juice. It's it's rich. The yeah. fruit is rich. In this movie, it's like, you know, the whole thing the whole is thing. about cops. The whole thing like, is about the cops. The whole thing. It's all cops. So, like, you know, am I am Who, I trying frankly, to frankly are not good at their job? Terrible. Look, I'm not saying that I would do any better, but I also haven't had a bunch of training that everybody's taxes paid for. <laughs> These guys do not seem like they know what the fuck they're doing. No, they are ten out of ten bad at their jobs, and like, you know, are are. Movie cops generally like pretty bad at their jobs. Some, some. I would argue that you know Riggs and Murtaugh are pretty good at their job. Yeah, they're good. They're pretty good. They're uh, pretty good. John McClane, pretty damn good at his job. Yeah, even when he's off duty. Yeah, I would say. I mean, all the cops in all the Batman movies that are not Jim Gordon, pretty bad. Pretty bad guys. Pretty bad. They're corrupt. Jim it's Gordon good. also kind of breaking the rules. Breaking the rules a little bit. Yeah. You don't get a vigilante to do your justice for you. That's what this movie needed. Batman. Batman. Yeah. Or Jim Gordon. Or I guess Jim Gordon needed fucking Batman. Batman. He would have solved the crime. 
Um, I'm going to tear this city apart. <laughs> yeah. And it, <laughs> Look at the Joker coming out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, the real Joker of this movie is the guy from Handmaid's Tale becoming... Uh, Max main... Mangella, I believe his name is. Uh, he is cool. You clock, you clock that. Early. Hey, come on, man. Everybody makes fun of I, this I know. I'm not you making fun of you. I'm just like, I gotta like look through your phone and be like, all right, well, so you go to Wikipedia page? No. You scroll through the Wikipedia? You go to no. Synopsis? I like serial killers. And, <laughs> and you know no, it's, when you it's, see it's, one. it's an immediate tell when like he's, uh, he... It, it, I clocked it when they did the, when they showed the Charlie tattoo. I was like... Man, they like showed that tattoo yeah, a little it, too you long. You it before that. Though. Yeah, well, because it, it one of the earliest things of it was just like, well, who is it going to be? Who is the person in this that like has like the face that can present like the final monologue kind of thing? Yeah. And it's just like, this is the dude like that's like blowing up right now in Handmaid's Tale and he's kind of a nobody. And people that are going to see Spiral Colon from the Book of Saw yes. probably don't watch The Handmaid's Tale. Um General populace, the yeah. percentage wise, I think would tip further than sixty percent. Uh, so they're not gonna know who the fuck this guy is. Right. And then like the big one is like when he dies, but you don't actually see him die. Um, which is the entire point of a Saw movie. Yeah, you see true. the actor reacting to dying. Yeah. So I mean, it. you know, because his death is so gruesome. I get. I mean, it's, it is in line with. I get how they thought deaths. that it was gonna work, but he ain't sneaking that past me, baby. No, I mean, you said it. And I was just like. That sounds right. I mean, it was going to be him or Sammy J, right? Like, I mean, well, you knew that Sammy J wasn't making out making it out of this movie, no. so it can't be him because no. like the Jigsaw Killer can't just die at the end of this. Like, he's got to go on to do some more Jigsaw. Yeah, I mean, he's got to do know, some more. Dun, 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 dun. He's got to do bounce, 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 pussy. Yeah, bounce, 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 pussy. Pussy, bounce, When you see, if you haven't seen the movie yet, and our gibberish will make sense, I swear. Once you see it, it'll all make sense. It does. Yeah. He gotta learn a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, this movie's really funny, not for the reasons you'd expect. Yeah, I, you know Chris Rock's character in the film too. It's like he's supposed to be at least the one character you like because he's the good cop, right? Sure. But uh, he's kind of a fucking dickhead. Uh, his jokes are lame. He had, his he, jokes are extremely his, lame, so lame, especially the fact that they're coming from Chris Rock. Yeah, who is. Funny. Yeah. Like, why is he saying all these lame jokes? I don't know. He's got, I remember earlier on, he makes this, uh, he, he does this accent. Oh, he does the Jamaican accent, yeah. No, he does like this is Asian accent. I thought it was Jamaican, because in the scene, I, they look, were like. He's talking about Jamaican in the in the thing, but yes, then he yes. starts saying like, he says like, he, he does the mean no want thing. And right, I'm like, right. I don't think that that's Jamaican. Like, that, I could be yeah. wrong. Um, it was weird. It's it weird. weird. It comes yeah. out of nowhere, and I'm kind of led to like not like the guy at first, which I kind of liked because I was like, oh, they're kind of doing what they did with Donnie Wahlberg and Saw too, which is the cop main character is like this douchebag that you yeah. don't like, that you're kind of like, this guy kind of deserves what's happening to him, but then things escalate so far that you're like, nobody deserves sure. this. Like, I, mean, I hope this guy can make it. And the first Saw plays with those expectations too. You have these two characters. I mean, again, the brilliance of the first Saw is is how you as the audience are in the same place as these two characters, as these dual protagonists that you're you're learning about and then they even have the gall to push against your expectations. You know, like that's 
That's the genius. Everything's done in flashbacks yeah. and stuff until you get to the very end where all of a sudden you snap out and you've got that Danny Glover moment where he's just like, I see you. I see you. Why did I let you go? I got my throat slashed real bad. Uh, <laughs> you, killed, you killed my friend from Lost. <laughs> yeah. he is. Are they both from Lost or just the... Oh, yeah. Michael Emerson is also in Lost, yeah. Okay. Uh, 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 Zep. Zep, oh, okay. who's like the, uh, the the nurse, it's the rules. Yeah, he's in Lost. He's in Lost. That's and, the one I knew was No, and Danny Lost. Glover's partner is he in Lost, is in too. Last, okay, yeah. that's what he I did He plays Miles in Lost. Oh. Yeah, man. Look Lost, big show. I've heard about it. Very cool. I did watch the first three God, seasons. God, you'd love that show so I watched the, I watched it with, I watched it every Wednesday with my parents for mm-hmm. the first three seasons. And then I remember my little oh, boy. junior high school mind was just like, they don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I can't watch this show anymore. Because mm-hmm. you just watch, you wait a week, you watch it, and you're like, I don't know what the fuck's happening. Yeah, I know. I love it. I know. But you, uh, it sucks I, that you stopped at three, too, because four and five. Is that when the, that's where is the that when the purgatory shit happens? Or not like. No, the purgatory shit's six. Uh, six, not to okay. spoil Lost and stuff here. Sorry, We're guys. not being too specific. We're not being, <laughs> yeah. but like four and five is where they start really kind of fucking around with the. It's also like season one, two, and three are your standard like 21 to 23 episode seasons. Yeah. Then the writer's strike happens and that's when everything really started getting brought down to about 12 to 16 episodes. Yeah. So season four is like they really start fucking with everything because season three has an all-timer of a season finale. Okay. An all-timer. Absolutely jaw-dropping and pulled off perfect. I've watched it with people – like where it's been my second or third rewatch yeah. and it's their first and just waited to see, can they catch What's this before it happens? No one ever fucking does. Yeah. It's fucking great. And then season five is like loads of really cool, like sci-fi stuff. That's usually not in the show from there. You'd love that. I think show. if I, if I could watch it now with, with the power of binging, which, you know, it's con- controversial topic, but I you would just think- have to, the hardest part would be yeah. going through the three seasons that you've already watched because it's it's, long, it's fucking it's seventy plus episodes. Yeah, I mean to get to the good shit. That's the thing about like older TV. That's why like I could never get into. It. I've had trouble ever getting into Twin Peaks because it's like yeah, me too, me it's too, a slog, me man. too. Like there's 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 part. I mean like you know the first episode, the first like movie thing. It's like yeah, this fucking slaps. This is pretty cool. And then and then people are just like yeah. And then you watch twenty episodes, and after that it gets really good. And you're like I exactly. I, I made it through season one. I absolutely loved it. I yeah. started season two and. I knew going in that it was going to be a fucking trial. Yes. And I made it like three episodes in and I was like, I fuck this. And I just jettisoned <laughs> out. It sucks because like, I Because I know there's such an amazing thing at the end. And the return okay, seems cool. I'll do it. It seems cool. I'll do it. One of these days, I'll man. I'll do it. Maybe we'll both get there. Yeah, um, I mean, you know, th- this movie's fucking weird. Chris Rock is a, is a very good actor. Uh, it's wild because uh, I do not believe that you watch Fargo. The movie or the show? The show. I only saw the first, I saw the first episode and I dug it, but I just didn't. I Great didn't show. Keep going. Yeah, I've, heard, I've heard amazing things. Noah Holly, your boy. He is my boy. Um, Legion Boys for life. The fourth season, Chris Rock is like the main character in the fourth season. It is a serious dramatic role. And slays. he slays. He fucking yeah. kills it. It's really it. fucking amazing how he's able to balance what his star power is. He's very aware. It's a very, it's a very um, conscious performance. Yeah. And none of that is in this. 
Uh, and it's really fucking weird. It's just people screaming at each other for most of the time. Like anytime there's a scene in the precinct, it's it's like the highest tension, or you know, not tension isn't dramatic tension, yeah. but tension between characters. Yeah, like, like, how can ah, he trust ah, anybody? I can't trust in anybody. This like the minute, like the minute you're in that precinct, he's like slapping the doors and stuff. Yeah, and, and they're then, like, "Is this about your father?" And he's like, "Don't bring up my father." My dad. Yeah. And then, like you know, they have. Then he's like, what, what is this thing from the trailer? It was like, when's the last time you saw your dad? And I was just like, motherfucker, he lives next door to him. You see him pretty regularly. He probably sees like, him all the time. But then like, he's like, When's the last no. time you talked to him? Yeah, sure. Different, I guess. Yeah. But I don't, that's strange. I don't know how it can be inferred that these guys don't really see each other all that often. When he is in room six. Yeah. And he is in room seven. Yes. I bump into my neighbor's. All, all the, the time. time. All the time. Yeah. And they're not my dad. No. Or my landlord. And I talk to you them. You know how often I talk to my landlord? Fairly regularly. At least once a month. Yeah. Because that's when I get them the rent. It's... Well, he doesn't pay, well, he doesn't pay rent. He doesn't pay rent, remember? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah you uh, fucking yeah, jerk. Yeah, Being mean to movies yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. If I can guess, I'll just go werewolf. Go werewolf on everybody. <laughs> a saying that people say. Yeah, you know. So everybody everybody knows everybody. what it means. Well, you know, he's crazy, so it makes sense he would say off-the-wall shit like that. Yeah. Because you're crazy. guess I'll just go into the light of a full moon. And, <laughs> and go And have an uh, ancient spiritual curse take over my body. <laughs> guess I'll just go into a men's room and do Tai Chi after murdering some Wall Street boys. God, I remember when he did Tai Chi in the bathroom. That's great. And people were just like, this is good acting. Yeah. It's good this, music. Is br- this is brilliant. <laughs> The music, I mean, the score of that movie. It is good. It's good, yeah. It's just anything that's, that's the, that's the, that's the Joker's trick. That's Joker's <laughs> trick. It's that anything that's good about the movie Fuck. makes it even funnier because you're Fuck. just like, oh. Uh, yeah, this movie is like, it's just, it's, it's, everyone's like fucking yelling at each other. And yeah. then when they're not, they're not very interesting, unfortunately. Uh, True. Yeah. And then, like, you know, and then the movie's, like, it, it's really starting to, like, all right, the movie's wrapping up when everyone starts dying pretty quickly. Yeah, they start offing yeah. people pretty quick towards the end. Yeah. And then, you know, even, even like, tracking that it's the Handmaid's Tale guy who is the jigsaw killer at the end, I can't help but sit there and be like... He's a spiral killer. The spiral. Well, that's, that's my fucking thing. It's like... <laughs> right. Why is he... Because, again, you, you have a character who's mimicking, copycatting these murders. He has no connection or affiliation or even love for Jigsaw. He has a hate for cops. Yeah. And and he uses like pigs and stuff like that to kind of be his uh murder allegory. And but the thing is like the whole spiral thing, like when he's explaining like why he chose a spiral, it's just like, I don't know, man, this is a fucking stretch. From the guy who's using pigs. To uh, fight cops, you're using spiral as your metaphor for like injustice. It's like I don't fucking know, man. It just doesn't really. I don't need it all add up with a bow, but it's like a little fucking weird. It just feels like a lot of people had ideas when pitching and writing this movie, but no one was willing to let anything kind of die. Yeah, you know. So then they're kind of like stuck. It's like, well, spiral's a really good name. We're gonna call it that. It's like, why don't we call it like anything else that's like related to like what the thesis of the film is it's like the thesis of the film what the fuck are you talking about what the fuck, about? Is a the- what thesis? What what the fuck is are you talking about what is this like a fucking old no. ship he doesn't like <laughs> he doesn't like cops I've seen WandaVision thesis yeah I yeah. know what that is yeah <laughs> the show uh, of thesis you said something very good in the 
theater while we were watching, and it was probably about 25 minutes left of the movie. <laughs> you asked a very good question, and I was I was waiting to see if you bring it up. Yeah. And I feel like you would have brought it up right there. Mm. So perhaps you've forgotten. Maybe. Um, but I don't want to steal your thunder and uh, take it as mine. Ste- because take, take it, because take it. it's a very good question. You asked, why is this a Saw movie? Yes. Yeah. That is a very good question. Because that- this is uh, w- with the, the, the atmosphere, or rather the atmospheric qualities of what the torture scenes are, it's not a Saw movie. Because those are the only holdovers... Yes. From Saw movies is it doing the torture things. Yes. Which is even like, like the, the clues and the droppings and stuff. Yes, this is a version yeah. of what a Saw movie could contain. Like that that narrative structure that we were talking about before. It was like, oh, you mess with the narrative structure. And how do you how do people find out about these things yeah. in order to be able to solve them? Like how does somebody become involved in these seemingly unlinked murders? Why is he a mastermind? Like why is he you know, there's no like again, like if you have it doesn't need to be Saw. No. It can be something else. It, it can be, be a dude spiral. torturing people. Yeah. They're doing it because Saw has... It sells. Saw yeah. sells, but they didn't put it in the fucking name. No. <laughs> which they tried to fix towards the end there. Uh, yeah, they could have just called it... I mean, I think the smartest thing to do is just reboot it called Saw. I think they wanted to try and like do something new. Like They want to yeah. try and be like Spiral. You know, it looks like also, a buzz saw, and I'm like, hey, I guess. but that's even fucking weird too, because it's like you know, again, saws go, spiral. The like, the right. original, the original like uh, title of the movie from the book of Saw, right? Mm-hmm. So it's this this idea where, at least to me, what I what I thought I was getting out of it was just like, all right, this is like a one off. This is like one chapter in this universe. It is a chapter unique. in a book, but like you know, it it's so oddly tied to Saw. It doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like um like an anthology, right? No. It feels like a direct sequel. Or maybe not a direct sequel, but it feels like a sequel, you know? Yeah, yeah like a, it's like half reboot, you know, like yeah. they don't really they got a little picture of Tobin Bell there as like the the, the original Jigsaw killer and they're yeah. like, who's Where do you think is this guy? And I'm like, yeah. oh, this is fucking great. Mm-hmm. Uh Jigsaw? Uh, by the way. Please. I was a little upset in the movie that uh, he never once tears the city apart. No, they show us pictures of the city at aerial views. We see in, moments intact, of it intact, where you're just kind of like, so know, take a fucking picture because this shit's about He's to get, about torn, to get up. torn down. If you've paid attention to the trailer, you know that he is going to tear the city apart, and yeah. uh, he didn't. Doesn't do much tearing. I'm upset about that, but that's yeah. maybe my, you know, from the trailer. Um, it, well, it's false advertising. Uh, he apparently didn't need everybody on this case. That was not in the movie. No. Yeah, he the, didn't that, say that. That is the background on my phone. Uh, I need everyone on this case. He doesn't do it. Um, uh, he, in fact, cannot trust anybody. How, is, is, spo- how is he supposed to do his job? Yeah. Uh, also, um, Samuel L. Jackson is in it. Factual. So those are the things like that were wrong with the trailer and were right with the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good breakdown. I, I I agree. Like trailers. How could I? That trailer's cool, man. Yeah. I like the posters again for this movie. Whoever's doing like the marketing for this movie, fucking, it's good stuff. I won't argue it. with you that like, yeah, that trailer does like bounce, bounce, bounce. It does bounce, bounce, and yeah. all of the posters have been really good. I was really upset we just got the poster in, and I was hoping that we got like the earlier one where it's like the stoplight. 
and is stuff. That, like, is that the one with the the? Uh, it's like cups? a trap. It's like a trap. No, no, uh, not the cups. That's the, the IMAX one. I like. One. We can't I like get that. that. Uh, they don't like, send it to us because they know we don't have an IMAX. No, we don't got an IMAX. I, I tried to be like, you're gonna get that, and they're like, you don't have a fucking IMAX. I'm like, well, oh, shit. What if you did anyway? <laughs> and they know. They know how big I am. Mm. Uh, we are. Uh, the there was this great poster of like. Chris Rock silhouetted like on this like wet little street and there's a traffic light and like the red light is like the spiral. I was like, that uh, shit looks okay. tight. And then there's cool. the new one that's just like a gigantic spiral and it's Chris Rock's head in it. And it's like, you know, oh, I like that you one know, too. from the horrific fucked up mind of Chris Rock. <laughs> Chris Rock's crazy fucking mind. <laughs> yeah. From the mind that brought you uh, down to earth. I don't fucking know. What's the name of the show? Everybody Hates Chris. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, fucked up. That's mind. it. The, yeah, the, the twisted Joker's trick mind, of Chris Rock. Yeah, I mean, like you know, the the, the Chris ants... Rock would be a great fucking Joker. Oh my god. Yeah, he would be. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'd watch that. All right. Maybe one day when they're not afraid to cast a strong black man as the Joker. Oh, you know who? Else? Yeah, Lakeith Stanfield wanted to be Joker for a while, and I was That's like, right. I fuck with that too. Yeah, yeah, no, Think about that. He would fuck that up. Yeah. Yeah. Like in a good way. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. He'd yeah, fuck yeah. that. He'd fuck, oh, he'd yeah. fuck it. Yes, I agree. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, I it, my my question as to like why is the Saw movie? It is easily answered because you know the it, it will bring in this movie. I do think is going to bring in a certain level of cash that will. I don't think it's gonna be a flop. You no, think so? Man. Theaters aren't doing too hot right now, man. Like, yeah. That's the whole thing. Yeah. That shit's not taken into account with this kind of stuff. Yeah, I guess like we're tiny so like our you know it's skewed a bit and we have like a lot of the cooler like indie stuff which i think people come out a little bit more for for uh, yeah no we're doing good because we've got we've got a variety like yeah but like you know a- amcs and your regals which would be pushing this a lot harder and they're yeah. starting to slowly reopen and stuff like in our area you know we're in new york so you know we've got some pretty strict regulations justly in some parts yeah, yeah. and unjustly in some and you know it's uh there's not a lot of, i mean we do literally the day that we're talking about this to, to timestamp it, the CDC announced that thing. Yes. Where they were like, oh, you don't have to wear masks. Fuck it. And if everyone else was like, vaccinated. whoa, 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 don't fucking tell people that. Stop, 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 like, stop, stop. Nah, we did it. Nah. Yeah, cat's out of the bag now. It's like none of those people have ever fucking worked at a restaurant. Hmm. No, yeah. We already had to tell people like who are vaccinated. It's like, yeah, good for you. Please keep wearing that. Just wear the mask. It's Just totally do- cool. Like, it's not a big deal. Yeah. You're not going to die from wearing the mask. You're going to be fine. You've yeah. been doing it for 14 months. Do it for two more. Chill yeah. out. And then, and then it'll probably be good. Yeah. Whatever, it's easy. Man. But yeah, it's, you know, with things like that coming out, people are going to be a little bit more, they're going to feel a little bit more safe coming out. Yeah. And that's good. You know, theaters are, I can't speak for all of them. I can definitely speak for mine. It's very safe. Yeah. Um, the technology is there and is and is quite affordable to be able to keep, theaters safe and sectioned and make it profitable as a business and also something that can be a safe environment for children and people of all ages to come to uh whether or not other theaters are doing that i don't know i'd imagine they are i hope so yeah and it's all about the public perception just like movie theaters are the are the one business that was treated uh very unfairly during the pandemic because they weren't updating people on why they weren't reopening. They were telling everybody why gyms can't reopen, and then they would just reopen gyms. Yeah. And they were telling everybody why swimming pools can't reopen, and then they would just reopen swimming pools. 
But they didn't tell anybody why movie theaters can't reopen. They allowed everybody to assume and then they never allowed they them to reopen. The so yeah. people were just like, oh, that must be one of the worst places. Yeah. And it's a big fucking deal and it fucking sucks because movie theaters are safer than places like gyms. Yeah. The CDC has said on three separate occasions that movie theaters are safer than restaurants, yeah. which is not a thing that I should say as a part owner of a restaurant, but that's sure. the fucking fact, baby. Yeah. The air is circulated like an airplane. Like they they filter it. It goes out and it yeah. comes in. You're not talking at people or facing people. No, your mouth is shut. Unless you're yeah, you're not forward yeah. facing. So it's that old thing. People need to become more comfortable with the idea of getting back into that that uh, thing that you do when you go out yeah. of normalcy. And it's one of the things that I think that's on the top of a lot of people's lists. Like we've had people that come to the theater and they're like, fuck yeah, this is it. Yeah. I know a lot of people when they're like, once I get vaccinated, the first thing I'm doing is seeing yeah, a movie. And that's, it's like, that's what we get yeah. a lot. Like some people have been like, literally yesterday was my two weeks for my second shot. I'm here. I am here today yeah. to watch Mortal Kombat. Then they come out an hour, half later and they're like, it was okay. Yeah. And it's I'm like, like, yeah. And they were like, I but watching it in the movie theater, pretty fucking cool. I'm like, yeah. Definitely makes it better. Definitely adds a star to it. Yes. Your letterbox review. Yeah, man. I think, you know, I think theaters, again, I, I we said before, I do think the smaller theaters, more independent theaters, um, it's their time to shine right now because I think people know that, like, if it's smaller, it's a lot easier to, like, clean, maintain, take care of. I mean, story screen, I think we got a good fucking rep, you know, I think people really fucking dig us We're no clean as what. fuck. People know We're all clean as fuck, yeah. But, um, We're all a bunch of anal retentive fucking clean assholes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> here, so. well, good. I'm glad everyone's anal and clean. Um, anal retentive, colon, from the Book of Saw. <laughs> from the Book of Saw. <laughs> Pussy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I could see, I, I guess like, that is a good point. So I kind of maybe like rescind my statement of like, I think this movie won't flop because it's like, in the before times. It would not. I think in yeah. the before times, it would kick ass. Jigsaw wasn't marketed correctly. You've got Chris Rock. You've got Samuel L. Jackson. It's all here. Thing. Yeah. You, can, you can pull this shit off. Right. But it's, yeah, you and a Especially also too, Quiet Place is right around the corner. Yeah. And in the in the before times, they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't put two horror, horror movies, movies so like close that. to each other, especially in fucking May. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's not a little, how it's a little works. weird. Yeah. I mean, they got to get this shit out because they're just like, you know. They can't have anything get too clustered up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess like, you know, Book of Saw is one where, you know, I think he could have gotten away with doing like a... Uh, um, a stream and drop at the same time. And I think it could really, have like yeah. done done good, you know? I think it is one of those things and you gotta give it to Lionsgate. Like they're just kinda like they're they pushing. stuck by their guns. Yeah. Same with Universal, you know, and uh Paramount, they're sticking by their guns. Warner Brothers and Disney are really the only ones fucking around, but they're also the two big guys. They can fuck around. Well they're the trends. And they're also right? the ones like, that really yeah. put out the most shit. You know, like yeah. they've got all their Marvel movies. They've got all their DC movies. Um they can fuck around with that stuff. Yeah. Whereas Lionsgate, you know, like they got maybe three or four big movies a year. Paramount's like on its death leg and really yeah. the only, like they're really hoping that Quiet Place 2 does it for them and it looks like it's going to. You know, I mean, it looks, fingers it crossed. looks good. I mean, we've been, I've been wrong by trailers before. It's got some Killian Murphy, man. And you know me. Oh yeah, you're Killian Boy. I'll stick my, I'll stick my Hong Kong in anything that's got <laughs> Killian Murphy in it. <laughs> my Hong Kong. Yeah, I, we're familiar. My eyes. Me and the audience. Oh, those are your Hong Kongs. Those are my Hong Kongs. There's two of them. I thought you were talking about your toes. I thought you were talking what? about your big toes. No. You poke my eye to go Hong Kong? Hong Kong? What are you talking about? <laughs> it's Joker's twist. The Joker's... Joker's trick. Fuck! Well, the twisted <laughs> spiral. <laughs> spiral! 
Well, one final twist for you guys. I think we're going to wrap up part. We can't do this in person. No, yeah. We <laughs> got to go back to Zoom where we can be more yeah, yeah, we're, we're more uh, professional. Oh, yeah. In, in the last note before we go, the movie ends in hmm. such an insane way. It does. You get, but how it, do you wrap up this movie, right? Like... That's how you do it. Like you yeah. got a door closing, and like I do really like like the I like the, the shush. Sh- like it's the very shush, good. Yeah. Yes, good. Yeah. Uh, it's not earned. It's there. I see what you're trying to do. Absolutely. And I mean, at that <laughs> point, at that point, nothing is <laughs> That's insane. It is insane. Uh, and then they have them getting died. They have them getting died. They have them getting murdered getting on died. this on this idea again. Like it's another thing where they're like when he was doing uh, Act Thirty Eight or whatever the fuck it was called. You know, they, a Article lot of, a, Article 8, a lot of innocent people died. And it's just like, you guys just keep saying what it is. You're not showing us what it is. It's yeah. just words. It doesn't mean anything to me as the audience member. It's like when you have Chris Rock being like, I can't believe my best friend, the cop, is dead. I gotta go talk to his wife. And you're like, I get that this is a motivator for you, but it's not really a motivator for me watching you do anything. Yeah. You know, because I've no just found out this guy people. lied and got people put in prison. Yeah, like, why do I give a shit? Yeah. You know? It's a, it's a tricky thing to, it's it's a tricky road to cross. It's a joker trick. It's a joker trick. It's a joker's It's a joker's tricky rope. No, it's it's good. The ending is good. I think that the ending is like, is is fun to watch. It's as good as the rest of the movie, yeah. which is, you know, <laughs> not good, but not bad. It's like, it's like, ah, yes. And it's got the, it's got the dun, 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 dun. And it has the pussy song at the it's end. It's got the pussy song at the end, which I found extremely. Very good. Um, revolutionary, like a spiral. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. That's the line. He's like a spiral, like a revolution. And I was like, what the fuck what does the that fuck? mean? fuck? Like going down a drain? Yeah. What? I don't know what that means. Like a spring? Uh, yeah. Well, Mikey, it's getting late. We talked about One more thing. So, will you Please, please. Don't let me stop you. I remember when mm-hmm. the traps were something like you cut your wrists, was just cry for attention. Yeah. Well, now you're going to have to prove what, which, what, which one it was. But the irony here is that if you really want to live you're going to have to cut yourself again. Mm. And in the later Saw movies, and this is not to blame this movie, but this movie does it too. Yeah. They're just like, you know, <laughs> you're going to have to lose your tongue, the tongue that lied. Yeah. Uh, which is okay. But then you get stuff like the glass one where he's just like, this guy shattered your life like glass. So and now <laughs> you are going, I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, they're just coming up with these riddles that you don't that like make yeah. it interesting. Like, oh, why is it happening like this? The, the, it's because your finger pulled the trigger, so now I'm going to rip your fingers. I'm like, yeah. what? What the fuck does that mean? The, the metaphor came after the device that they're using the torture for. The in the idea yes. factory, they had the idea for like, what if we had this thing that shot glass at people? It's like, all right, well, how do we work that it out? Yeah. Like, well, shattered his life like glass. It's like, and they're just like, Chris Rock, we are so happy that you are yes! here to help us write this. <laughs> But I was like, in the first saw, like, you know, I, I'm not really sure which chicken or egg came first, but right. I would expect maybe it could be the other way around. I don't know. I don't know. Well, Mikey, it's been very nice this doing is, an in-person podcast nice. with you. I know this is your second foray, but I'm, I'm so sorry. I think you're having a good time. Hey, no. The, I the look show, forward to more of these. The show must go on. Uh, speaking of shows, we're not the only podcast on Story Screen. You can head to StoryScreenBeacon.com. 
where you can find more podcast articles and reviews. You can support us on our members-only service where you can get even more podcast articles and reviews for the low, low price of $5. Come check us out at Story Screen Beacon, located in Beacon, New York. And you can also find us on YouTube and uh, Mike and I made letter boxes. So if you find us on social media, you oh, can sure. also find us there. Check out yeah. our reviews. It's under our names. Yeah. So, Follow you know. us at... That's nice. I'm getting a lot of followers. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I actually like Letterbox a lot more than I thought I would. It's, it's cool. It's pretty cool. It's yeah. literally, it's literally a social media app just for people who like movies. Yeah, and uh, guess what we are? People who like movies. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. All right, Mikey. Thank you again. Thank you, listeners, for listening. We'll be back with more hot takes. Mm-hmm.